Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want, because isn't it really just all about me? And nope, not at all. God flipped my reality upside down when he found me and transformed everything about my life. So much so that I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the beautiful Catholic faith and find this love affair and this relationship, this peace, this joy, and know that you're doing God's will and kick fear, self-doubt, worry to the curb. (laughs) Here is my reality reflection for today. Oh my gosh, I am back from my five-day silent retreat. I have to say it was so incredible. I wish I could put it in words. Let's just say five days in silence. Here I am in this tiny little ranch house, just perfect. It actually made me just sit and think, I don't need a big house. I just need like a toilet, a shower, running water, a tiny little place where I can sit. I found myself the first day diving into the silence. I'm not afraid of silence. I I bring silence into my life as often as I can, but nothing like this. I mean, I didn't even have a fan on for background music, and there was actually this like slight little ringing in my ears (laughs) for most of the time when I was in silence. I don't know if it was because my ears were finally hearing or they were decompressing. You know how when you go to a concert and your ears ring for a little bit? It it was there the whole time. So here was the structure. It's five days in silence, daily mass, and then four hours exclusively focused on just being with God. You could do all four hours in front of the Blessed Sacrament at the church or in the chapel um, or during adoration. So there's adoration at this particular parish from three to eight I had a special key card that I could go there 24 hours a day and go sit in the church, which was awesome. And, or you can spend two hours at the house, but two of them at a minimum have to be in front of God in the Blessed Sacrament, Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, which is the Eucharist, the Holy Communion wafer for those who don't know. And you can have him be displayed in a monstrance during adoration, or he can be in a tabernacle, which is basically a big golden box of some sort or some sort of container behind the altar in most parishes, or it's to the the left or the right in the church. Okay, that's just kind of a rundown for those people who are not Catholic and have no idea what I'm talking about. So I decided to spend as much time in the house by myself because I found when I would go to the church, I know people (laughs) at this church, and so they would come by and they'd say, oh my gosh, hi, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be silent. And so yes, there were a couple of times when I did speak, but they walked away and they're like, oh, I'll pray for you. And that was awesome. And there were other times in front of that adoration, blessed sacrament being exposed where I had miracles happen to me. I'm not going to share the miracle that I talked to God about, but he told me he would do it for me. 
And so I thought that it was happening one day as I was going through this incredible body thing. Like my eyes were blinking out of control. I could feel the spirit just moving in and out of me. Like I, the best way I could explain it would be going down a roller coaster when your stomach gets all like, woo. It's like a rush up and down, like from my heart out to my head, to my hands, through my legs. It's not long, but this was the feeling that I had a couple of months ago. I was in my prayer area and I was saying, Jesus, heal me. Jesus, heal me. And I had this rush of this feeling and it w- it lasted, you know, five, 10 seconds. And that's when I said, whoa, God, I can't take it anymore. I mean, think about it. That's a really long drop on a roller coaster, five or 10 seconds of that stomach drop. I mean, it was like, ah! <laughs> so I just said, Lord, I can't take it. And so it stopped. But occasionally it came back and I wasn't understanding what it really was and why I was feeling it when I was feeling it. It was crazy. And it was basically the Holy Spirit communicating through me, nudging me, answering these questions that I would have in my head. But I didn't have it all put together and connected until I was absolutely silent. Now, if you do a retreat that's silent, which I highly highly recommend anybody doing. I don't care if you don't think you can make it or not. You will. It is powerful because hours upon hours of silence, you will build that relationship. I was skipping around the house like Daniel dancing in front of the altar saying, I love you, God. I love you, God. I was waking up, bouncing out of bed saying, praise be to God. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do today? You know, I mean, it was awesome. Awesome. So just know my spiritual director said for the first day, it may take some time for you to get used to the silence. But for me, like I said, I didn't have a problem with it. And it was almost immediately that I, you know, I was emptying my mind. And then we, we dove into my ministry right off the bat. And I kept asking a lot of questions. So here's what I learned. When you want an answer from God, ask him blatantly. God, do you want me to do X and wait? If you don't feel a sense of peace, if you don't feel some sort of movement of the spirit in you, ask again and then ask again and ask again. The way that I found my relationship with God was I want the movement and the movement has always been yes. His answer physically within me in that spiritual whoosh, we're going to call it whoosh from now on. When I feel the whoosh, that's a yes. When I don't feel the whoosh, that's a no. <laughs> and sometimes I would ask over and over and over again, you know, I would, I'd, I'd leave a lot of time in between because I'm just wanting to make sure that did I miss a whoosh or something or did, did I miss peace or did I miss a different kind of signal for the things that I wanted him to say yes to. And I would finally, you know, like give up and say, okay, you don't want me to do that. So I won't as much as it's killing me <laughs> because I want to. I won't. And I think that it was so eye-opening to me because like I said, I was feeling those 
there was stirring and movement of the spirit in me, but I had yet to build that relationship with him. So come day four, I'm sad now. I don't want to leave. I am loving this tiny little house, this rickety, you know, recliner chair from like circa 1980. And I don't, it's, (laughs) my neck is sore from it because I've been in it for so long, but I am loving this life. And I felt sad that I was going to have to go home soon. And God and his amazingness by day five made me feel I mean, just not made me, but he filled me with so much joy and so much love that I was so excited to go see my family and to shower my life on them. I didn't get into so much. They didn't ask much. I just said, let's just say I spoke to God. God spoke to me all day, every day. And then life started and the list grew and the weekend was crazy And I just craved that silence. I didn't have God with me every single moment. I mean, you got to understand, I was asking him every moment what to do. And that's pretty much how we're supposed to live with God if we want to do his will. I would go to, to mass and I'd be like, Lord, do you want me to sit on the left? I would hear nothing. Do you want me to sit on the right? I would feel the whoosh, and I'm like, okay, I'll go sit on the right. Do you want me to receive communion with the the Father or go over to the extraordinary Eucharistic minister? And I mean, I (laughs) I was literally asking everything. Do you want me to eat now? What do you want me to eat? Do you want me to have soup or do you want me to have salad? Because I was trying to fast. I mean, seriously, it was insane. So I missed it. I came home and I just felt like life just sucked me right back in. And so today, in the morning, I started with silence. And it was awesome. I put myself back in that chair. I basically said, come Holy Spirit, come Father, come Jesus, come Mary, come St. Joseph. All you angels and saints, My extraordinary guardian angel, surround me in my prayer. Help me calm my mind. And unfortunately, it took some time to get there. I mean, when you're just sitting in a house and you don't have anything to do, you don't have the list of things that are going on. I mean, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year. My list is growing and I just spent five days doing nothing. (laughs) So my list is like, oh gosh, I got to get all this stuff done, blah, blah, blah. And I just kept saying, Lord, please just help me rest with you. And then I asked him when he wanted me to go to mass, you know, do you want me to go to eight o'clock mass, 830 mass? Do you want me to go to noon mass? And noon mass works out better. He whooshed me for noon. So I'm going to noon today. I don't, I don't know you guys. It's, and you guys is a Midwest term. It's not insulting. It's gender neutral. So if anyone's listening to this globally, I'm speaking to in general, maybe I could say (laughs) y'all, that seems to be a good one. But you all have to understand that that's what God means by keeping me in the center of, of your life. Ask me all the time what you want me to do for you today. Do you want me to do this or do you want me to do that? And that that was what I was doing during the five days. So today, try 
to find silence. And if you, if it's impossible and you can't, nothing is impossible, right? Especially with God or for God. But if you can find some time in silence and at least 15 minutes so that you can take that first five and put yourself in the presence of God, love God, show him how much you want to be with him and to do your best with his help to clear your mind, renounce any spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I renounce the spirit of distraction. I renounce the spirit of busyness. I renounce the spirit of anxiety because as you sit there, if you're as crazy as most of us are, you're going to feel guilty that you're just sitting there and that's not what you're doing. You are being with God. We are human beings, not human doers. And God loves that. And he will shower that patience on you. He will give you more time today to get all your things done with peace I am so looking forward to seeing how today maps out because I don't have it all figured out. I know the first few things that I'm going to do, and that's it. (laughs) And then I'm going to say, okay, God, where do you want me to go? And I just know if I listen to him and I don't override him with my will and my desires, I'm going to have a pretty stinking awesome day. I have so much more to tell you. (laughs) I'm just going to say today Find silence somewhere, somehow, in your car, in your bathroom, you know, take a break from work. Before you get home, park your car on the side of the road. I know I always say this, but darn it, if you can get into a church, there's nothing more beautiful than looking at the tabernacle or looking at Jesus on the cross, reminding ourselves what he did for us. Okay, that's it. Find some silent time because this world is, is nuts. And I have started with silence and I feel so peaceful. And usually my Mondays are a bit crazy because I'm getting back into all of the things that I have to do. But knowing that I just spent five days asking him what I need to do each and every step of the day it's a different way of approaching today. It's crazy. It's, it's supernatural, the peace that I have right now. I mean, I am oozy, goozy, loving it. And I cannot wait to see what the whole day is like. And I will report tomorrow on some more things that happened during the five-day retreat and things that we can do to have little mini retreats with God. We don't have to necessarily take five days or even a weekend, but I highly recommend it if you can find one. Now go be the light. Know that God wants you to be smiling and happy in every circumstance, especially in the dire situation that you may be in, because that is when God shows himself even more to the people around you. It's how you are. And they will ask, how can you be so happy? You've got this going on in your life. Well, I know this life isn't forever, but the afterlife is with no pain, no worry, and love that I can't even imagine. So I will put the light of God on me and get out there today and shine it everywhere. All right, everyone, have a blessed and inspired day. Take care.